Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Law Chat with John and Amy. I'm John Yulian. And I'm Amy Poliafko. This week's question is, can a bankruptcy prevent car repossession? The short answer to that, Amy, would be yes, because when you file a bankruptcy, an automatic stay comes into effect. And for people who've been following our podcast, and I would assume that's a large number of people, um, the automatic stay takes effect immediately upon a bankruptcy filing. So if a, if a bank or a lender is going to repossess the car, they need to stop immediately from the repossession, the car repossession. Depending whether you want to ultimately try to retain your vehicle or not will uh, play a role in whether you're filing a Chapter 13, for example, or you're filing a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, because they each can have uh, different impacts on ultimately what you do with the car. But a bankruptcy will immediately stop the taking of the vehicle or repossession of the vehicle, which is critical to many people. Amy, maybe you can um, expand on what the difference is between utilizing a Chapter 13 bankruptcy when we have a our repossession type of situation in a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Yeah, so just to start, you can't always choose which one of those you're in just based maybe on your income. But um, if you could choose, um, it'll it depends on what your goals are. In a Chapter 13, you can get caught up on what you're behind. You'll be able to... Um, get yourself some more time. So for example, you bought a car a year ago, you're supposed to make $300 monthly payments and you're four months behind. So you owe $1,200. If we file the bankruptcy, we could stop the repossession that's scheduled. You'd have to start making your monthly payments going forward. And we could take that $1,200 you're behind and spread it out over the length of your plan. So if you're in a three-year plan, you'd be paying an additional $34, $35 a month um, towards that arrears, and they would get repaid over the five years. Um, so that gives you um, the time to get caught up if the goal is to keep the car. In a Chapter 7, it's a much shorter time frame. There isn't a procedure for getting caught up on arrears. So if you're like, I just need this car for two more months, and then I will be able to figure something out or, um, you know, I I will use this old car or um, I'll turn in this car. That's fine. I just need another month because of X, Y, and Z. A chapter seven might be the better way to go because you, you will buy that time, but it's not going to be nearly as long as in a chapter 13. And there's no way to get ca caught up through the bankruptcy. And Amy, if someone um, files a chapter seven bankruptcy to stop a car repossession, but ultimately decides they're not able to keep a car, and ultimately, the car is repossessed after the bankruptcy because the creditor gets relief from stay or the um, person who filed bankruptcy voluntarily returns the car. There's typically going to be a deficiency owed to the lender. What happens with that deficiency um, uh, as a result of the Chapter 7 bankruptcy? Yeah, if you get a Chapter 7 discharge, that deficiency will be discharged, which means you will no longer be liable for it. You know, one way it's also helpful is if you had a um, a car repossessed a couple months ago and you're filing bankruptcy for another reason, you can still get rid of that deficiency um, in your Chapter 7 or your Chapter 13, whatever you file. Um, so yeah, bankruptcy is a, a great way to deal with a car getting repossessed if you're already getting that repossession notice. Um, 
I think that's a good place to stop here, Amy. Yeah, thanks for joining Law Chat with John and Amy. We look forward to chatting with you again next time. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at yulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising, and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. The information provided does not constitute legal advice, and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service of the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. The lawyers in the law firm of Yulian Associates PC make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast, and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.